Camille. Yeah. How you doing? Good to good I'm to, good. good Thank you. you. Thank you for having me. All good, man. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you. Um, first, first and foremost, you know, how how have you been during lockdown? Um, gosh, I've been up and down. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I've had really good moments, really amazing, like lazy moments, just being a basic bitch. I've had like <laughs> sad moments I've had people pass away my family even up to last week enough. which is really shit but do you know what I think overall I think it's just been a really great time for me to just grow and learn about who I am and just figure out stuff really so yeah I'd say overall it's been good 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 to hear um, <clears throat> yeah it's been it's been a tough time for everyone I think but at the same time, yeah you're right you know it's like an opportunity to sort of do a bit more self-development and that sort of yeah yeah Camille let's start over four billion streams contributed as a songwriter really YouTube views (laughs) five number one UK singles 10 number one UK albums you've contributed to 17 top 10 singles Brit Awards 17 17 that's what it says uh Brit Awards, oh um, Grammy nomination, Mercury Music Prize nomination, A&R win for Songwriter of the Year. Wow, incredible! Wow. Did you ever think you would? Uh, did you ever <laughs> think you would have all that? I don't know what to say. No, is this word? No, like I just, you know what? I just came in this into this industry because I wanted to make music. I never came in thinking this was the goal or like I had to achieve all these things I just wanted to make music because it was fun and I really enjoyed it so I'm so lucky that I get to be able to do what I love and hear things like that that's crazy to me man wow how wow. did it so how did it start for you then like I get I guess you were quite the the art, artsy person in school quite into the music I was do you know what weirdly I was I loved art and then I also loved maths and physics See, those are like my two loves so right. even down to my a levels like I was studying art and then I was studying maths and physics and it was either going to be like architecture or economics were the two my two choices right and then at the last minute I just switched and went to economics and then I started studying for that at uni and I started working as a stockbroker and it was it was good because I could do it and it was kind of what I knew like I love I love in maths that there's an answer and that's it. Like, I like knowing what something is. I've got a very logical brain. It got to the point where I was like, do you know what? I actually just do not want to do this anymore. Like, with the economics thing, the stockbroking. So I just walked out of my job one day. How long long were you doing stockbroking for? Uh, About, officially about two years. But I was kind of doing it throughout my degree. Like, there were these apprenticeships you could do. So I I kind of started early. I worked in a lot of banks when I was younger. Like, from when I was 16, um, I became a personal banker. So I kind of had a lot of banking experience anyway. Um, So when I was through uni, I started doing it then. But, yeah, it just wasn't for me. And you can put all your dedication and your hard work into something that you think is going to be the right thing it's all empty I just think it's about being brave and being true to yourself um I'm not saying encouraging people to walk out of their job I'm just saying I really encourage everyone to just do something that makes them feel fulfilled because you'll just get more out of it that way 100% but so how how was the 
the transformation <clears throat> then, because I'm assuming that I mean I don't know you can tell me better but yeah but going from going from like a, a career career path like that you know which is is sort of in a funny way I guess it's expected of certain people of certain cultures you know um and yeah. it's, it's like it's almost like trying to cross over into something that might not necessarily be looked upon as a, a sustainable thing for you to I know so how, it was really was hard yeah well like obviously you know you tell your parents oh yeah I don't want to be a stockbroker anymore I want to go into the music right. industry they were like um really <laughs> like they were super supportive but also very worried because to make it in this industry it's like it's really hard so it wasn't easy, but I actually think that gave me the determination I needed because one thing about me is I do not give up on something. I think that's my one, I don't know, thing that I do love about myself. If I set myself a task, I'll do it. And I knew I wanted to make it. I knew I loved it. I knew that I was good at it, I guess, like writing songs. I loved doing that. And I think... If I was being told when I came into the music industry, if I was being told that what I was doing was a bit shit, I probably wouldn't still be doing it. I like doing things that I'm good at. So I think it was more the encouragement I got from people around me, like in studios and when I found my management, they were so, so gassed and so excited for me and stuff. I think that really helped me. How are you, how are you with that now then? Do you still require that encouragement? oh my gosh all the time what it's even worse now <laughs> it's even worse because now I feel like in this industry you question yourself all the time you go on social media you see what everyone else is doing you wake up someone's doing this someone's doing this you're not doing this yet or you haven't had this yet so every single day I question myself and yeah I can make a song but sometimes I don't know if it's good and I have to send it to my management and they have to really tell me you know Cam this is good or you can work a bit more on this part of the song or whatever it is. So, yeah, that never stops. Never, ever. No, for sure, man. <clears throat> what What was the sort of the, the crossing point or the, the tipping point for you then like when you decided, actually, this is something I want to do and I'm going to do it and I, I have to do it now? I think it was, do you know what? So one of the studios I started working at, um, kind of in, when I was in between economics like stop breaking and music I was there a lot and I wrote this song um with a couple of people there with one person there sorry it turned into a song called what about us that was pitched to the Saturdays and I'm telling you I knew this song was a smash I just felt it right um I felt it felt it felt it and that conviction I had I guess it was right because that song went to number one and that was like my first one of my first proper cuts that I'd ever had and I think what it did is it showed me, because I think every time I've had a song do well, I always have this feeling about it. Actually, no, that's a lie. Sometimes I actually don't know. But typically I have a vibe that, yeah, this is sick. Right. And I think it became like a drug for me. So I don't know. I forgot what your initial question was, but <laughs> I'm going <laughs> off on it. So was, was it the Saturday's record that you felt like, actually, this is this is something that, okay, I can actually do this now? Yeah, it just made me feel like, do you know what? That wasn't very hard. Like, that wasn't a lot of hard work. And the song's gone to number one. I'm driving around in the car and I'm hearing the song on the radio. Like, can you imagine the feeling of that? I'd never had that before. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. And it, so yeah, I just knew this is what I wanted to do. When when you did enter like this this industry as they call it, um, yeah, what, what like was there anything that took you aback? Like was there anything that shocked you or you weren't expecting? 
I think I was expecting there to be more women around, if I'm honest. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. When I first started, like, listen, I could count the amount of female songwriters, producers that I was interacting with, like, literally none. So I think for me, that was quite a shock. And it became something I'm very used to now, where I even have to kind of slap myself now and go, actually, you know, there should be more women. It shouldn't be something you're used to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. so that's definitely something I was I wasn't aware of for sure. And you you speak of like the you know the need for encouragement and and I think it's like you said it's a very it's a tough industry and it's very yeah. self doubt all the time for for everyone I think not just mm-hmm. artists but you know, industry side people business side people as well. But on your socials, you know you're you're very like a compelling character. You're always out there trying to persuade and push your fans and your listeners and with positive messages um how do you you deal with how do you deal with with that on a day-to-day basis like what is it that keeps you going or gives you that energy to 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 put that out there you know what I think it comes from what I almost need to hear myself like because I feel like I can be very at times feel very insecure and vulnerable so typically like I'll use those things almost like I'm talking to myself to help other people because I think I'm sure everyone else needs to hear this as well it's kind of like self-motivation that I'm trying to spread to everyone else as well I feel like for sure man and I think yeah the the positivity and the vibes of it comes through in your music as well man Um, oh thank you you. (laughs) of course like we've we've just had the AO record with uh, with Simba which you collabed on which yeah sounds, you know it sounds incredible it's a fun video um talk Thank to me a little you. bit about that like how did it, it was you know out? what honestly it was such a last minute thing like it was end of last year and I remember like Simba's a and I came down to the studio and was like this is fire and mm. everyone was just happy about it so I think when things like that happen I think sometimes it's good to naturally just go with it and not think too much and just release it see what happens that's what we did and yeah it was really fun even making the video in my studio I think that was really fun and a nice moment for me to see something that I built kind of come to life it was just yeah really really nice moment for sure and it's also the sort of one of the well it's 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 a Camille record as an artist we've hadn't hadn't had in a while um yeah how do you like so first well two-part question I guess firstly why now why do you think the time is right for Camille to come out now as 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 the artist and go for it and second oh my gosh. how do you balance yeah. that with your with your songwriting okay so I think <laughs> for me I've spent I'm a very giving person and I'm a very generous person and I typically I think it can be one of my weaknesses that I'll always put everyone else before myself um it's been it's a good thing but it's also a bad thing I think because sometimes you forget what your wants and needs are as well and I think this year I just said to myself look I'm gonna write for everyone I'm still gonna be there for everyone but I want to just do what I want to do and I want to put out music consistently. I think that's been the most difficult thing for me. And that's where, to answer your second question, the balance can affect how consistently you can put out music for yourself. There's just not a lot, you've only got so many hours in the day. Do you know what I mean? But I think now I'm <laughs> getting it to a point where I know what I'm doing with my artist project now. I've got so many amazing songs that are just ready to come out. 
I'm already thinking about the song after the next song, after the next song. We're shooting videos. Like, it's just happening now, which is really exciting. I've got an amazing team behind me at BNG. Um, my label is with them and they're so proactive. So it means that then, because that's covered, I can also focus on writing for other people. And thank God for the pandemic, because I've just been able to do it at home to most of you. Like, I've been writing with artists over text for crying out loud. It's just chill. Do you know what I mean? Sick, man. That's really, really sick. easy. Really easy. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, writing for artists, you're, you're, the list that you've worked with is, you know, it's just stupid, man. Like, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't run through them all, but just to name a few, like, Craig David to Anne-Marie to Sia to obviously Little Mix and their, their recent album to Aww. Nate Paul, um, and then also recently Hedy Wan as well, I believe, um, his album. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah man, I don't even know what to ask like it's just how, how, how do you is it how, what's the what's the writing process like when it comes to these people is it just you you just coming up with what comes to you or do you sit and talk about what the aim is I feel like with because I love music so much right I'm so obsessed with a lot of artists that I feel like I kind of want to be them it's a weird thing that I've always had okay. like I just love music and I love artists and I love, especially like, you know, I'm just obsessed with music. So when I get the chance to work with people, I kind of know instinctively what I should do because I know what I'd want to hear. Right. Does that make sense? Because I love them so much. So it's like, yeah, like with Hedy, for example, I knew what kind of hook he might need or even with like Frido, his Ready or Not song that came out the other day, I just wrote a hook based on what I felt like I would want to hear on a Frido song. Right, so it's right. like yeah I think I'm just obsessed with people it's really sad like I get really obsessed with people I'd learn their whole life story like even with Little Mix I think that's why we have this relationship because I know them so well at this point mm. um and Marie like she's so cute and we buy each other candles do you okay. know what I mean We're just, it's just relationships I think that help as well but yeah I'm just lucky that I get to do it I'm so lucky for sure man and and I guess like who who have you got coming up that you're collaborating with over the next year or so oh my gosh so many people I don't even know if I'm allowed to say much but in terms of me writing to people obviously all my like usual suspects that I love writing for like Mabel and Anne-Marie and Little Mix and people like that in the UK that I love 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 I love my girls so I'll always be writing for them but there's always going to be ones that are kind of unexpected which I love too I can't say too much but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and just more collabs with my stuff as well like a lot more people this year I'm noticing are like forthcoming about collabing on my project now which is really exciting mm -hmm. so that's going to be really cool as well you also just opened your new studio as well I believe um I'm yes I opened it have I got to be there that much though no because of the pandemic but it's cool we move but yeah I'm really excited about it it's in Metropolis which is an incredible building loads of amazing artists work like Adele and Drake and stuff so to be like a black woman being given a chance to have her own studio in there it's a real honor um, and it's beautiful like I made it like a spaceship I love it so much so yeah I'm excited to get back in incredible man 
what what just just on that point like with regards to you know yourself being a black woman in the industry and having achieved so much what would you say to others in a similar position or trying to trying to get to that position with regards to not necessarily what it takes but like yeah. what, what what you uh, how you navigated it I feel like and I always say this as a woman let alone a black woman I just think it you have to be excellent and I know that's really hard to hear sometimes because it's not fair but I just believe that to fulfill your dream despite all the things against you as a woman you have to excel and I think in a way it's kind of made me the person I am it's made me want to always be the best at what I do or try to be the best in any way it's made me want to always learn more that's why I learned how to produce music it's made me just want I don't know more for myself I think and that's what my mom always taught me like my mom was such a hardworking woman she managed to get an MBE because she was just working so hard and people were just like wow so I think I just feel like as a woman and as a black woman I try not to use that as a hindrance I try and use it as something to drive me and further what I do even more despite the things against me so it's not it's not your excuse but it's your your reason almost exactly exactly yeah yeah yeah, 100% and then I actually like the fact that I can set an example in some way because I think there's so many black females out there who feel like they just won't have a chance it's so sad so I like being able to show you know what I can do and hope hopefully that can inspire other people as well for sure man no it's incredible to hear um so you know aside from your actual existence and presence within the industry what have have been you know what have been your proudest moments would you say oh I think one would be I think having two number ones and when I knock myself off number one to be number one the following week talk to them talk to them (laughs) listen that's something I'm gonna be telling my kids one day they're gonna be like oh mom shut up like we heard about it already but I don't care like that is a vibe I've never known anything like that and again as a as a black woman to see that in the UK I was so proud of myself you know um so yeah I think that's probably been my biggest moment I think seeing Little Mix received single of the year for shout out to my ex and I remember writing that on the piano in LA and I was so down Mm. I was so down that day so just there's certain things that happen and you're like wow did that really just happen it's mad so mad um what about your toughest times within the industry you had many of them Oh my gosh, so many. I've had times when I've literally wanted to give up. I felt so depressed. I think like everybody, we all have moments where you just don't feel like you're worth it, I guess. Mm. That probably happens to me like once a month. I probably feel like, should I give up? Because there's just, even now, it's just what your brain does to you. And I think, especially being stuck at home a lot of the time, I think our minds are controlling us in ways we never knew. (laughs) So I'm very happy though to admit that because I think talking about how you feel and talking about your mental issues is the only way you can set yourself free. So I think it's really important for us to acknowledge that just like there's good times, there's bad times, but it's so cool. Like we'll get through it all. 100% man. Yeah. What's what's the vision? I think the vision <laughs> for me 
do you know what just more amazing music I just love music I came here to make music and I will leave this industry making music that I love one day when I'm like 85 and you lot push me out of the industry <laughs> I just honestly feel like that's what I'm here to do so whatever comes from that muscle tough but at the end of the day I just want to make amazing music that's all I want to do so just more music. I want to sign incredible artists to my label, which I'm really excited about, Floor Cut. That's going to be really cool. Nice. And yeah, just writing for more acts, basically. Incredible, man. Um, well, how about the near future then? So obviously we, we've had the AO track and I think by the time this comes out, Mirror Mirror would have dropped. Ooh. Really exciting. Okay, what can you tell us about, what can you tell us about the, the rest so of it? So excited about it. so mirror mirror listen this song i'm so excited about because it is everything i love it's about self-empowerment self-love and just a reminder that you are the baddest like you know that feeling when you look in the mirror and you feel so shit about yourself like what why are we still doing that i wanted everyone to just feel good looking in the mirror reminding yourself you're the baddest bitch you've ever seen and that's what this song is all about and I'm so excited because the video is so exciting I get to be in a fairy tale and I'm gonna have an amazing remix coming up as well which is really really cool incredible man and then you know I take it we've got more music coming later on in the year as well are we looking at a Camille project soon or oh my gosh if people want one I'll give them one I just didn't know anyone <laughs> wanted one yet but oh my gosh yeah like as soon as anyone wants a project trust me I've got enough stuff to drop one so whenever the time comes yeah man I'm definitely looking to do that so also we have um another project that you're working on called I believe it's called she is the music yes so it's a project to really help and encourage female producers and female songwriters to do what they do, basically, and give them support. Because obviously, there's a massive disparity in the amount of female and male producers in this industry. And that's something that we wanted to look at. So Fred is someone who has completely supported me through my time in the industry. And he's just obviously an amazing producer in his own right. But I love that he notices talent in women as well. And he is one of the people who encouraged me to produce. So it was only right that we got together to find some amazing gyaldem. And there's so many amazing girls we found so far. Like we started having Zooms with them. Haven't been able to get in the studio yet because of the pandemic, but as soon as we can, we're going to be having loads of amazing workshops, amazing industry executives and artists are going to be coming down to like talk to them and help them and listen to their music. Like imagine an opportunity where you as a woman could have your song heard by like the head of a record label, like in front of you. So it's just incredible what we're doing. I'm so excited about it. Yeah, there's so much talent there, man incredible that's good to hear man um thank you really really looking forward to it we're looking forward to everything i guess um thank you i normally end on unless you had anything else you wanted to get across but i normally end on two questions so the first one is what was the first piece of music you remember purchasing or getting hold of I think, oh, it was Khalees' first album, Kaleidoscope. That was the first piece of music. And I remember being That's so strong, inspired. Strong listen, listen, that <laughs> album is literally a masterpiece. And I think it was like Pharrell and his element, you know, and it really inspired me about, you know, I just wanted to be in this industry so bad after hearing that. Have you ever met Pharrell? 
no. It is heartbreaking. I've went to Timberland. I've met and went to Timberland, but not Pharrell. It still needs to happen, man. I'm so, so begging for this to happen. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You tell me when that happens because he's, he's <laughs> a different energy, man. He's different. I know. <laughs> no. Um. Also, just speaking on that, so Khalees, like, you know, who were the sort of artists that you look up to when when you were younger, then, or you still do? Obviously, Beyonce, because she was for me in our era the black female who was killing it in in a different league, and she's a perfect example of what I was saying earlier about being excellent at something. Sure. I feel like her parents were like that with her as well. Um, so she definitely inspired me. But I say Pharrell, obviously, is well, always just taught me loads of things. And I listened to every single... I remember looking at CD covers of songs I loved and always seeing his name. And I was like, who is this? Who is this? And it was only like, when I got older, I was like, oh my gosh, he did all of these songs. Crazy. So it's like, I think people like him really inspired me. But yeah, I'd say Pharrell and Beyonce for sure, my top two. Uh, last but not least, stage or studio? <gasps> Stagio? No such thing, man. <laughs> Unless you like, do some like live production on your, when you're on your next tour or something. But... <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. Do you know what? I had to say both. I love being on stage, but I love being in the studio as well. That's a hard one. You, every, everyone's got everyone's got an answer. I mean, I've, all right, I've, all right, all right, all right. Uh, studio, <laughs> studio, 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 studio. Yeah. Yeah. How come? Because <sighs> there's nothing like when you're in the studio and you make a song that you know is sick. Like that excitement is like an actual drug. Like I can only imagine. I don't take drugs, but I can only imagine that's what it feels like. Because it's like right. you're just so gas. Like I can't explain it, and it happens every time. It's amazing. Awesome, man. Well, Camille, we're really looking forward to the rest of the year, man. Hopefully, you got some big things coming. Thank um, you. Yeah, all the best for it. Oh, thank you so much. Love you guys. Thank you. <laughs>